Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ryan. And this is Chris. Coming to you on a special bonus episode. We wanted to do a little something for Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody. Yeah, hopefully if you're listening to this, it it gets released on Father's Day. (laughs) Yeah, that's the plan. Uh, It's going to be weird if it doesn't, because the title of this episode is going to be The Father's Day Food Run. Now, Chris, would you like to elaborate on what that is? Yeah, you know, you might be sitting there thinking, food run? Well, you know, if the heavyset brothers are involved, it's going to be a food run spectacular. Yeah, all the men in our family love food. Me, Chris, old Justy Bug, and our dad also is a big fan of eating. <laughs> so, we wanted to do something special for Father's Day last year. And uh, basically, what we did was this thing called the Father's Day Food Run which we are actually turning into a yearly event. We're not actually doing this one on Father's Day this year because of the virus stuff going on. We pushed it back to the 1st of August to make sure that everything is open so we can go anywhere we want. But we wanted to talk a little bit about the great Father's Day food run of last year. Chris, you want to you want to get us started? Yes, and I will talk about our first destination on this Father's Day food run was to Alma, Arkansas. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. I just want to throw in this tidbit for we even, <laughs> you're looking at me like, what? Before we even get to the actual first destination, and yes, we say first destination because there were several food stops on this trip, but yeah. I want to talk about how we rode down there. Now, we rode down there in a big enough, roomy enough vehicle, you and Dad sitting up front, me and old Justy Buck sitting in the back. Now, if you don't know, Chris is a big guy, and I'm not just talking about heavy set. He is a very tall individual. What are you at? At least 6'4". I'm about six foot six. Yeah, you're somewhere in that range. You're a tall guy, and you throw in the heavy set on top of that, you just got a giant. <laughs> you got a recipe for disaster. <laughs> so, a lot of times, Chris is like a bull in a china shop. He sits in the front passenger seat, and of course, he has to put his seat back so he can get comfortable because it's a long ride. We're going to be driving all day to different food destinations. Now, our brother, old Justy Bug, is sitting right behind him, and within 10 minutes of being on the road, Chris had his the back of his seat bag to where he was basically looked like he was sitting in Justin's lap of being coddled by him. Like he, all Chris had to do was slightly tilt his head up and he'd be looking right up Justin's nose. <laughs> I had to get comfortable. It was a long trip. It was a long trip, but it was a very it was a funny visual for me to look over and it looked like you were also sitting in the back seat. Oh no, that was pretty funny. I remember just looking over at you guys turning my head and it felt like I was back there with you. <laughs> and then dad was like way up there driving. Yeah, how's it going up there? You're sitting beside me, Chris. Oh, okay. That was funny. Justin was a pretty good sport about the whole thing though. Oh yeah. It was just a good day. We all had a great time. I'm sorry to cut you off. We no. got in the vehicle. We drove to our first destination, Chris. Take it away. Yeah, well, it's good he also brought the car right up because that's, you know, that's a part of the trip. You know, that's half the fun is us BSing in the car because, I mean, oh, yeah. it's nonstop hilarity, or at least what we think is hilarity. Oh, yeah, and there was some great BSing. We rarely all get the four of us together like that. Usually, you know, it's maybe two of us, three of us, but to have, uh, you know, all the brothers and our dad together for that type of you know trip that environment is always going to be a great time 
So, we'll talk about our first destination. That took us all the way up to Alma, Arkansas, to a place called the Catfish Hole. Oh, man. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. We'll go ahead and just get the review out of the way. That place is fantastic. If you love catfish, you love they make homemade hush puppies, which they are to die for, and they feed you these hush puppies as soon as you walk through the door. Hush puppies and coleslaw, and they feed that time. They feed you the the whole time until your food's ready. Yeah, it's like it's kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know if a lot of places do this. Not anywhere else that I've been to serve you what I what I would call family style, where your whole party sits down at the table and you place your orders, and then they're just bringing you plates of the sides. You know, while your uh, main course, which in our case the fish was being cooked. And then they continue to bring you plates of that throughout the entire duration of your stay. Typically, they don't bring as much. But when you got the four heavy set men at a table, they're like, okay, we got to be pumping these out. So they were in there burning rubber, making these things. But anyway. dude making hush puppies was making his money, I'll tell you that. And so we look at the menu, of course, you know, we all love, you know, catfish and hush puppies. And so I'm looking on there. They got what's called a captain's catch, which is nine pieces of catfish. Oh, man, yeah. And so, of course, I'm thinking, I know, I'm pretty sure I know what they're thinking. I definitely know what I'm going to get. I'm getting the (laughs) captain's catch. So that woman is looking at us, and she's already brought us probably 15 pounds of hush puppies. (laughs) And coleslaw, and I think also fries. Yeah, now I think fries came with the fish. And maybe even beans. Yeah, beans did too. There was was a lot. There was a lot of food. You get the hush puppies and coleslaw while the food's getting prepared, and you get the rest and the food's ready. But we were, you're so dang full by all the, you know, by the time you get your fish, I mean, you're getting your money's worth. But anyway. Chris says full, but don't worry. We mustered through. (laughs) The things I'm about to talk about on this podcast are going to be shameful. But anyway. Yeah, you were talking about the ordering process. She's like, okay. And she starts with our, you mind if I tell this? Yeah, you go ahead. She starts with our father, and and we have not discussed this ahead of time. We're just all looking at the menu. But what Chris said about the captain's catch, basically we all came to the same conclusion in our heads. As I just remember the waitress starting with our dad, saying, what would you, ha- what would you like? He's like, the captain's catch. Then she moved across the table to Chris, and said, what about you? The captain's catch, please. <laughs> and then to Justin, the same thing. And then finally to me, I also ordered the captain's catch. You're talking about a cornucopia of catfish come to our table. Yeah, they, they they literally brought out just plates of catfish. And what's funny is I'm pretty sure I've got pictures of this on my phone somewhere. If I find them, I'll post them to the... I got a before and after picture. One picture is a huge plate of fish. The next picture, there's nothing left. Oh, man. I, that was so good, though. That was some of the best fish, and we picked that place clean. And if I can find those pictures, I'll post them to the Facebook... The Heavyset Facebook group. But, it, man... It's always about, important when you go to a fish place, a catfish place, a fried fish place, to have homemade hush puppies. Because uh, a lot of them will do, like, the, the frozen ones. And whenever they're actually making them themselves, it just feels like it elevates the restaurant in my mind. And the hush puppies, coleslaw, the fish, it was all really good. Yeah, I mean, you can't beat it. I mean, it's the, the best hush puppies I've ever had. Honestly, they're probably the best fish I've ever had. I mean, it was so good. And, yeah, I don't know how many pieces of fish we went through and how many pounds of hush puppies, but we cleaned it out. It was nothing left but crumbs. Oh, yeah, we were we were stuffed. We so, were stuffed, but it didn't stop us. 
when the, when it's the Father's Day food run, we got a lot more stops to make. This is a, it's a job. We got to go to work. That is the trip. It's like where this is not like we were eating this on our way to a destination. Like we we're going on for a mountain hike. The destination was the fish restaurant, followed by several other food stops. And so the next destination, we all we all loaded up in the vehicle. Now it's a little bit different. It's a little bit tighter in there because yeah. we're all so full. But we must press on because that's the whole point of the trip. And our next de- destination on this Father's Day food run is to an A&W restaurant. I know I'm speaking for me and Chris when I say that we had always wanted to go to an actual A&W uh, restaurant and drink their uh, daily made root beer out of a frosty mug. And everybody in our family are big root beer fans. I know, Chris, you and Dad especially are huge root beer fans. Oh, yeah. We've now actually, I won't tell it today, but on the, on the main podcast, me and Dad have a funny story where we tried to make homemade root beer and it went south. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a great story. But that's for another time. But, but yeah, you know, we, we were like, we knew we were, I think, and Chris, you correct me if I'm wrong. I think the main reason that we were headed to this A&W was just for the Frosty Mugs of Root Beer. Yeah, that was that was the only plan that we, you know, that that we that we were going to get because we just had a bunch of fish and we yeah. drove what was it? Was it 30, 30 minutes 30 minutes down 30, the road. Yeah, 30 minutes down the road. Went to the town next next to it basically. And we're like, "Okay, we're going to come in here and get a Frosty Mug and just chill out and, you know, digest. Just, yeah, just enjoy it." Well, Chris, <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and tell this part. I was the first one in line at the register. Now, Dad was right behind me. <laughs> I'm looking up at the menu, and I'm thinking, you know, I've never tried their food. I've never been in A&W at all, and I'm too sick to eat it now, but I'm going to order something to take home for tonight because I would like to just see what their foods are like. And they had fried cheese curds. That immediately caught my attention. I'm like, I'd like to partake. So I go up there. Dad's only expecting me to order a mug of root beer. Well, I order a, a whole stinking meal. And as soon as the words come out of my mouth, my dad is like, do what? Oh, that was so funny. He says it in a way that it actually startles me and startles the cashier. <laughs> like, even she's like, well, why is this guy hassling him? And I turn it down and say, I'm not going to eat it here. I'm going to take it home. And he's like, oh, okay. I was about to say, I don't see how, because he was just going to be mind-boggled if I actually ordered this whole other meal and then ate it. Because we were, man. We had just ate a huge fish dinner. What is so funny about that is I knew better than to go up there <laughs> with with Dad. Because yeah. me, just like you, you start looking at the menu, you're like, man, cheese curds, the classic burger. And I'm thinking, when am I going to come back up here? Like, exactly. maybe well, you might as well order you something to eat. We, just we try. don't have an A&W restaurant close to us. It's They're all a good driving distance. They actually just put one in an hour away, or they're fixing to put one in, an, in about an hour away from here. But anyway. Uh-huh. Big heavy set news. Uh, so, you go ahead. Me and Justin are watching that whole fiasco. We're cracking up, because I knew <laughs> I knew what was coming. Yeah. I knew Dad was going to flip out. Like, what are you doing? So, anyway, I go up there, and I'm ashamed to admit this. I order... A frosty mug, cheese curds, and a burger. And then, you know how I like my little you know, root beer floats and stuff? Something yeah. In the corner of my eye, I see a A&W root beer icy, like a ice, like a frosted Coke. 
That actually sounds good right now. Different from a, basically it's a ice cream mixed into the root beer soda. Different, different from a flow. It's all blended together. And dad sees me order that. And he notices I don't get it to go. I get it for there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to muscle through this. Oh, man. This this episode can also double as a heavy set confession. Dude, you talk about a fat confessional. I sat there and ate that burger, cheese curds, and then was sipping on that icy. Oh, I remember. And dad just shaking his head like, dude, come get it together, man. I mean, we're all sipping on our mugs of root beer. And I'm just looking at you like, I'm impressed. I'm like, when in Rome, boys, when in Rome. <laughs> yeah. And you talk about being sick as a dog. I remember you finished off my mug of root beer. Yeah, well, something. I can't remember what the what the problem was of mine. I don't know if my mug was cupped or maybe they didn't give me the right one. But mine wasn't frosty. And yours was still cold. So I just went ahead and drank out of your mug. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember what the situation was. I just remember you finished it off. And yes, if you're wondering, they make the root beer there on site. And it does taste a lot better than Yeah, it definitely can taste the freshness. Yeah. Well, Chris, we packed up. We started headed back. We made a couple of pit stops on the way back. One is a gas station that I frequent a lot uh, doing my job because I work in transportation. And uh, this place makes some really, really good chicken strips. Chris, we'd like to take it from there. Yeah, it's, you know, while we're driving, Ryan is constantly bringing up, you know, little gas stations because he knows we all love that stuff. So that gas station right there makes the best shrimp lasagna you ever had. They even like everyone had a drive-through, especially like mom and pop gas stations <laughs> where they're all different, carry different items, and yada yada yada. This gas station makes the best corn on the cob you've ever had. Hey, and it's also got a drive-through, and like a drive-through, we heard that like, huh? We ain't gotta get out. Yeah. It's odd for a gas station to have a drive-through. So we go to this gas station that Ryan just brings up. Has got some great chicken strips. And we all we, we actually just stopped, I think, to use the bathroom. I could be wrong. I yeah. was telling y'all about how good the chicken strip dinners were there. And we walk in, and you guys didn't actually plan on buying anything until you looked into the deli and saw a ginormous mountain of chicken strips. Yeah, I wish I'd have got a picture of that. I've never seen that much chicken strips in a deli. Dude, it, it, there had to have been, I don't know how many hundreds of chicken strips. And I looked at you, I was like, did they sell all that? You're like, man, those go out. Those will be gone in a matter of no time. Oh, yeah, this place. Yeah. And there were big, thick strips. Like good, you can tell it was like good quality chicken. Like, good Lord. And but they're cheap. Uh, at the time, I think the prices are higher. I think just since COVID-19, they've increased their prices. At the time, we were going through there a year ago. One strip was under a dollar, which for a whole chicken tender is actually a phenomenal price. Yeah, and like he said, you know, we didn't actually even get anything. I got me something to drink, and uh, we all used the restroom. And so we start, we all get back in the car and start driving away. And then Ryan starts talking, you know, because we haven't talked about the chicken strips yet. Ryan starts bringing it up. You know, you guys need to try those chicken strips. They're, like, super good. So, hey, they even got a drive-thru. And Dad, and we're all talking, Dad's like, hold on, boys. Dad stops, does a U-turn. It's like, we're headed back. (laughs) They so, have a drive-through. We don't have to get out. So we go through the drive. We go through the drive-through and get. I know me and Dad got. A, I think I don't know if we all got chicken strip down. No, I, I didn't. I know me and Dad did. I think it was just you and Dad at that location. That stop. Then we. But I didn't need it there. Yeah, <laughs> Chris ain't gonna muscle through it. Another one. I was like, I better just hold off on this. I think that might have been the one-two punch that put you down if you would have done that. Yeah, I probably died. 
And then we're continuing on our journey. It's about an hour, hour and a half down the road. We come to another gas station. And I tell Dad, this is a gas station that I actually was curious about what they carried inside. So, you know, that's what this whole day is kind of about. Just these little spots that everybody's curious about, want to eat at. So we stopped. Went in. I went in there. I think everybody else just waited out in the car, if I remember correctly. I come out with a giant cinnamon roll that fills an entire to-go plate. Those square uh, to-go plates that people use at most restaurants. They had a huge cinnamon roll that filled the entire plate. Now, when I come out with this, everybody else just started dying laughing at me. And they were actually giving me a hard time. They're like, how could you even think about buying anything else? Let me jump in real quick and tell you a side of this story that you don't know. Is that why you, you, you went in there and used the restroom first. Why you were in the restroom, me and dad went in there and bought a bottle of water. And we saw those gigantic cinnamon rolls, and they looked so good. And Dad made a joke, so they have to be one crazy son of a gun to buy that and try to eat it right now. <laughs> and we laughed about it. We walked out. And so, of course, the next person we see coming out is you carrying those gigantic cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah. And we oh, lost boy. it. These look too good. I didn't eat it right then, but I knew I'd want it for later to try it. And so... You know, and, and we didn't go back in, but... Yeah, every, everybody continued to heckle me for buying it. Like, and then we packed up and headed down the road. How can you buy that? How can you be that hungry to buy the, that gigantic cinnamon roll the size of my head? Yeah, basically what happened is everybody was getting a bad case of food jealousy. Every one of them was getting a bad case of food jealousy. So we're sitting there riding, and then we're like, you know what, a cinnamon roll for later does sound pretty good. And then... I bring up, well, you know, it's a little bit of a drive out of the way, but there's a barbecue place that makes homemade fried pies. I actually brought this up as a joke, thinking that nobody would be interested. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, you know what? We're already driving. We might as well head that direction. And it's probably like an hour out of the way. Yeah. (laughs) So we actually drove another hour out of the way to go get fried pies. So we pull up to the barbecue joint there's let's see we walk in there we walk in the door and we can see the fried pies up in the deli section now there is a group of beautiful women up there talking and they're talking about maybe you know what kind of fried pies they're gonna get yeah they're like yeah i might get this i might get that what about you janine oh, you know, blah, blah. but then they stopped talking about it and they went and sat down come well, on janine let's go sit down and discuss this further yeah let's go talk about these fried pies we got plenty of time yeah, there's, t- there's plenty of fried pies up here. So, all in a row, there there happens to be eight fried pies. And once those women sat down, I'm thinking, okay, I gave you your chance, and you didn't get any fried pies. Yeah. There, there's eight fried pies, people. Me, Ryan, Justy Bug, and my dad go up there, and we didn't even discuss nothing. We just bought two fried pies apiece. We weren't even really thinking about it, but that was all the fried pies. Yeah. The women were looking at us and were like, good Lord. And they just walked right out of there. <laughs> I think it's also important to note here that you also got a rib dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> While I was here, I was like, well, I heard they're famous for their ribs. Yeah, go ahead and throw a rib dinner on top of that. Yeah, just throw it on top. Of it. Mix it together into a shake for me. <laughs> I remember y'all had a wet out in the car. Yeah, oh, they're taking forever. Yeah, I was like, oh, I just waiting here. 
Well, it's funny was I heard somebody saying those were like there were like a bunch of big guys coming here and just bought all these fried pies. I could <laughs> hear this person. Of course, I didn't blame him. I was like, you know what? Go ahead. Yeah. You deserve to rant. That's but, funny. Uh, yeah, we shocked those women. They were like, what the heck? Like, you can't when, when the heavyset brothers are in town, you don't waste your time in, on the front of the line. Either get it or get lost. Yeah, I should have enlightened them on the Father's Day food run and what it all incorporated. <laughs> Which is large amounts of food. What's sad is, Chris, okay, this, this was the final stop we made before we headed back home. What's sad is we just got so much. that It was a, it was a lot of fun. It was great. But I think I took like one bite out of my cinnamon roll and like just couldn't like, just couldn't even finish it. It was just so much because I think the, the fried pies were actually better. So I, I kind of leaned more towards those that, that night. Yeah, the fried pies are good, but like at the end of the day, you're so sick, you know, you're not going to enjoy any of that. Oh, so yeah, just brought a bunch of leftovers. Yeah, and by the time when you save it for the next day, it's just not near as good because you didn't eat it fresh. And so it's just funny, you know. I'm not sure. I mean, we, we clocked a mileage. I can't remember it now, but we we were in like three different states, drove completely out of the way for some of this, and. Just the absurdity of it. And, of course, we were making fun of ourselves because how ridiculous it was the whole trip. And we were just laughing. I mean, it was a good time. Oh, yeah. And that's that's the thing is we love food. It was an excuse for us all to get together and go to some different places that we were curious about that I'd never eaten at before. But the thing was all of us just being together, hanging out with Dad, you know, hanging out with our other brothers, and just enjoying our time together. And that was what the that, that was the point of the whole thing. That's why we did it. And that's even though we ate a lot of food and we loved to go eat different kinds of food, the real enjoyment was really just having that day to do all that together and really enjoy our company. Yeah, and it's you know, and, and like he was talking about, the big thing was being together because those are the moments I cherish the most is to get all of us together like that because it only happens at once a year if we're lucky. Yeah. And just to kind of travel, try different stuff out. You know, I'm sure probably most of you on Father's Day maybe go take a hike somewhere. Play volleyball. Yeah, play play some sort of activity. Well, that was an activity. In fact, that was an amazing activity that I recommend to people. And I have told people about this, and they love it. They love the idea of this. Yeah, I was the same way. We were talking about it at work, and I was making jokes about it because of how absurd it was. And everybody was on board like, dude, I wish I'd done that with my dad. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. And everybody has a place that they've driven by that's like, you know, I've always wondered what their food was like or what, or what their drinks or whatever. Yeah, and that, that was, well, that's what was cool. And, you know, I'm excited whenever we can do the next one. You know, I'm excited to put, you know, try the, the different places that we go to. Yeah, guys, we had a great time. Uh, I definitely would recommend doing something like that. Gear the, gear the activity to whatever your family enjoys. If you guys enjoy swimming, get all everybody get together and, and swim or cook out or, I don't know, watch a movie, play video games. Just, you know, spend time with your families. Enjoy them while everybody has the opportunity to get together. Because whenever you can't, you'll miss it. I promise. Yeah, take every moment, every second to make a memory and just enjoy each other's company. And hey, we would like to wish all the fathers happy Father's Day. We'd like to wish our dad a happy Father's Day. We love you. Um, Can't wait for the next food run. And I think that's about all we got. 
Yeah. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Uh, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Uh, we hope you enjoy this bonus episode. And uh, we'll be back, be back uh, next week on our regular schedule. Or I guess it would be the week after the next. The week after next. Because we'll this be will release on our regular schedule. Later. I forget. At, at the time you hear this, an, another brand new full-length episode should have just dropped. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll be back. We appreciate everybody for listening. You guys have a great day. Great Father's Day. We'll see you next time. Say, moo. Mm-hmm.